Welcome to Things I Got Wrong, your general trivia podcast with a healthy dose of internet and media things. I'm Ryan Bott. I'm Rachel Miller. I'm Stuart Hopkins. Future millionaire with the money you'll earn on this trivia podcast? Uh, precisely 13. We will receive email <laughs> notification if we have won the lottery, which is... Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> so right, when you win the lottery, the lottery, you're going to pay off my student loans? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, no, no, it's half and half. I get, I get my half. I get to decide what I do oh. with that. But the, but Thanks, the corgi Duke. farm, the corgi farm we share that we have to go in together with. <laughs> The best millionaires. The and best the lottery million. is such a safe bet anyway. So I know, right? The chances of winning are so high. I don't know why more people don't play it. By the way, I, I looked up the odds of winning the lottery before we did this. In case you're curious, just as a bonus trivia question right before we start. Yeah, thanks Harrison Ford. Never tell me the odds. But it's 1 in 175 million. Ooh. So... It depends on the game you're playing as well, yeah. This there's is only the Powerball. There's only one lottery, and you're going to lose it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> we, we co-picked numbers. Oh my gosh. Well, I played, I played the Powerball last night because I had a weird... I had one of those weird days that like things just didn't... They lined up to the point where I was like, okay, cool, maybe I kind of have to do this now. I went to one machine, it was broken. And then I was like, okay, well, whatever. I just I, I thought about it that day. I was going to do it. The machine was broken. I went and got gas later that day. I was like, oh, maybe I'll just go into here and do it. Because I kind of had, I just had a feeling. And the dude was like, yeah, it's broken as of this morning. And so it was like <laughs> twice in a row. And then I tried to access the site. I couldn't access the site at the time. Like it refused to load. And I was like, okay, something weird is going on that's like clearly telling me not to play the lottery. So fuck it, I'm going to play the lottery. And I found a way to get to the site eventually and bought some tickets and won $6. So Mark and nice. I. <laughs> we we split uh, we split a ticket we split two tickets. You guys are rolling in it oh, completely. We've yeah more than doubled our money. <laughs> I just want to say that I believed in you in this process the whole time. Thank and you, when you win, I will humbly take ten percent. Perfect. Awesome. <laughs> I'll take just enough to pay my student loans, which depending on how large it is, could be between ten and one hundred percent. So, <laughs> cool. That's fine. <laughs> well, this is episode four of the podcast, and we have four rounds of awesome. The fourth ever episode of this podcast, as we like to say, and we have four awesome questions, and each round has a different theme and style. Uh, we'll explain each one as we get there. And I guess this week we're actually vying for the millions of dollars that Stu's about to win. Sure. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> you, can have, you can have your half. <laughs> my theoretical fortune no you get half <laughs> Stu we need coffee Stu bring in bagels Stu sure. I want all your money you know what that's fine that's fine for the team <laughs> so if you are all ready we'll start as always with general trivia question number one round one which wonder of the world is also known as the Flavian Amphitheater in Italy. Oh, pick me. Great. This is the Colosseum. It is the Colosseum. And it's called the Flavian Amphitheater because it was built, I think, during the reign of Emperor Flavius. 
I think Roman Flavor Flav, if you Flavor Flav, when when he was in charge of the Roman Empire, I think that's <laughs> correct. If I recall my Greek and Roman class, that is one hundred percent correct. Flavor Flav ruled the Flav Roman Flav. Empire. <laughs> true, absolutely true. Question number two: Which of Santa's reindeer is also named uh, after a mythological god? Not Vixen. Stu. Cupid. It is Cupid. Right. Oh, yeah. Sweet. I nice blanked on every single one. I know, I did. I, <laughs> Cupid was the last one on my, in my list. In song form or not? <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend who, in high school, um, was a huge fan of the Animani- Animaniacs, and I was too, but like she knew like all the songs by heart, and I was uh, with a couple friends, and me and one of the friends started fighting, and like fake fighting, I think in a Target, and started reenacting the Aaron Burr fight, and we couldn't remember oh who God. it was who oh killed Aaron God. Burr, and she yeah. stopped for a minute, she said, hold on, yeah, it was this guy. I don't even I don't even remember who it was to be honest, but I knew it from the Animaniacs, which I thought was brilliant. It didn't, did Aaron Burr die in a fight? Yeah, Aaron Aaron Burr and John Adams. Uh, no, Aaron Burr killed Alexander Hamilton, but Hamilton, Aaron Burr didn't die in the fight. Hamilton died in the fight. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, there's been a remix since then. All right, question number three. The red vineyard near Arles was the only art piece sold during which artist's lifetime? Oh, pick me. Rachel. Um, the town is pronounced Arles. Sure. And um, it's French. It's of in southern course. France, and it's beautiful. And it's by Vincent van Gogh. It is by Vincent van Gogh. And I've, been to, the, I've been to the yellow, um, the yellow cafe in his, one of his other paintings. And yeah. it's a beautiful town if you ever go on vacation. Quiet, no tourists. That's how everyone else pronounce it. Really? The French pronounce it Van Gogh as well. Yeah, it's just yeah. like that bear. What bear? The Car- was it the Carrington bear or the Baron Berenstein and Berenstein? and Berenstein. That's Carrington. Paddington. Did that's you- what I was thinking of. Oh, Paddington. Bear. <laughs> oh, it is the Berenstein Berenstein. That's the question, but yeah. All right. Question. You got it right, Rachel. It's Vincent Van Gogh. Question number four. Which baseball player, later passing to a degenerative disease he is now the namesake of, was the first professional player to have his number retired? Oh, I got it. Ah, yeah. Yeah, it was Lou Gehrig. The, yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and the first player to have his number retired. Mm. All right. Question number five. What is the fifth letter of the Greek alphabet? Epsilon. What the, and the f- sixth is upsilon. Epsilon, upsilon. Is it really? Yeah, yep. it is. Okay. Yep. 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 You smart right. people. <laughs> you smart people. All right. Qu- question number. S- I <laughs> just know song? to epsilon oh. and no further. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gamma after that. Alpha, Maybe? beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, upsilon, and I don't know what comes after, and at the end is omega. Zeta. So, Catherine, Zeta, Zeta Jones, omega. <laughs> 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 All right, question number six, the last question of the first round. 
Nancy Cartwright has been voicing What Troublemaker for over 20 years. <laughs> Whoa. That is insane. You deserve a half point deduction for speaking way out of turn. <laughs> you have to now write on the chalkboard 500 times that I will not jump ahead during questions. <laughs> no, two points. You got it. Bart Simpson. Well done. Yeah, I love watching some of those. I've seen some with like the whole cast of Bob's Burgers, like reading emails and talking to each other in their voices and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's so good. All right, round number two is a themed round, and the theme for this week is 90s trivia. Oh, dear God. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. So, <laughs> no. Get your, get your, 90 kit, your 90s kit out. <laughs> I was a 90s kid for all of five years, so. <laughs> a song recommendation? All right. Question number one. In what city was the original television studio for Nickelodeon located? It was Orlando, Florida. Oh, I knew Jesus it was Florida. Christ. I didn't know what city. <laughs> okay, they're not all media related. A lot that's of things. Ha- a lot of things happened in the '90s. You'd be surprised. It was I was a, born, and that's all that almost, matters. <laughs> almost a decade's worth of events happened in the '90s. Period. Almost a decade. All right. Is there a reason there wasn't a decade's worth of events? Did we like mm. lose a year? Well, you know, uh, it's kind of hazy. Okay. I don't. Anyways, know. question number two. This one may or may not be a tough one. I'm not sure. What is the first Pokemon chronologically that is not a part of an evolved track? Oh. So, like, Bulbasaur is a part of one, Charizard is a part of one. Yeah. What is the first Pokemon chronologically, or by the Pokedex, I suppose, uh, that is not part of an evolved track? My brain is on fire right now. <laughs> going through each one of them. <laughs> oh, oh, Stew, Stew, Stew. Stew. Oh, wait, no, because it's not fucking chronological. It's just that you find it earlier. Um, oh, man. I yeah, See, so, I have to guess now. Onyx? Uh, not Onyx. Yeah, so I'm going by the, basically the by original the 151, order. and it holds true regardless. But like things like Pichu and the small Machop one, or the, the one that's pre-Hitmonlee and Hitmonchan, I don't remember his name, but right. uh, those, don't, those don't count. This is within the original 151. Oh man. Um. Hmm. Is it? Um. Okay, I'm not gonna remember the name. All so right. Bear with me. Is it the big water floating one that they used? Um. Lapras. Lapras. Is it Lapras? No, it is not Lapras. No. Lapras is like 139 or something. Yeah. Onyx okay. is like 100 something. He's up yeah. there. What about? Um. I have another guess. What one? It's not a grass Pokemon. Uh, it is. It is not a. I don't believe it's a grass Pokemon. I know all ones that don't evolve, but I don't know which one <laughs> is the right order. All right, I'll give you. It's gonna give it away, but uh, I will give you the hint that it is a flying Pokemon. Is it? Um, can I go? Yeah, go. I feel like this is way too far down the line. Is Aerodactyl? It is not Aerodactyl. It's a good uh, one, though. But it is That's pretty actually, far down the line. 
sorry, I, hang on. Is it far fetched? It is far fetched. Okay. Man. It is pretty far down the line. It is far down the line. Farfetch is like, what, 78 or something? Uh, 83. 83, okay. The first Pokemon not a part of an Evolve. Yeah. You know, if I oh. did that name your name the 151 Pokemon in the five minutes thing again, I could probably get close. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I used, to, I used to know the full Poker rap like for many years, but now I can't remember it anymore. Yeah. Oh, there was definitely a time like in the card game's heyday, like yeah, that I, I swear up and down, I knew every single number backwards and forwards. Like, yeah, I knew. Yeah, I knew the game and the cards inside and out. Oh, absolutely. I, I dude, I had at one point when I was a kid, I pulled three first edition or maybe not first edition, you know, but like original uh, holographic Charizards nice. from collecting. And I think I still have two. I, th- I know I have one. Nice. Um, I, I got really lucky with it. Yeah, that was that was that's probably my favorite question of the round of the whole game. It might be just because I was really excited for that one. Do you actually know why? It is okay. So far fetched is, and this is my understanding, right? This might be completely wrong, um, but there's, it's it's with, it's with a Japanese culinary dish. Um, to where it's, I think it's a duck that's served with a leek or something like that. And they were, and they were, well, there's like a, God, I'm trying to remember. There's like a legend, right? Or like a, like a spirit or something along those lines of this bird that already has it. And it's like considered like a complete meal. Like you hunt this thing because it carries the leek around <laughs> with it. Oh my and so gosh. It's, it's, it's a far-fetched story, which is why it's named oh, far-fetched. Um, it's like sense. this, it's this weird correlation with the whole thing. Um, I have to look up the specifics, but I know that it's something I'm talking about like a cuisine dish and this bird that actually like lives around those leeks or carries the leek with it. Um, that's amazing. That's really cool. <laughs> it's yeah. Farfish is one of the weirdest Pokemon out there. Yeah. All right. 11. Oh man. Are we going to name them all right now? I was going to say, can, can I take a stab <laughs> at this? Farf- can we just go round Robin and see if we can get them all? Sure. All right. Well, there's Farfetch'd. Yeah. Onyx. Although he hasn't evolved later, but within 151. Right. The 151. Okay. There's Magmar. There's Zapdos. Electabuzz. Uh, Mewtwo. I mean, we could do all the birds, but... Yeah, yeah. Articuno, Moltres, Mewtwo. Yeah. Uh, Snorlax. Chansey. How many are we at? How many do we have to go? Oh, so you don't know. I'm... Now yeah. I'm pulling it up. Yeah. Yeah, Lapras. Um, uh, Lapras, Aerodactyl is actually right because Kabuto and Aerodactyl. Yeah. Oh, uh, um, uh, Scyther, Scyther, and uh, Pinsir. Oh yeah. Is that it? Hang on. Did we get him? Oh, um, uh, Genghiscon. Oh yeah, Genghiscon. And I know the last. Uh, and Mr. Jinx. Mime. And yeah, Mr. Mime. That's Mr. Right. Mime. Oh, I didn't oh, I say ditto. ditto. I forgot yeah, ditto. I forget about ditto. 
Mm. Have you guys? Sorry, I know we got to get back to the show really <laughs> quick. Do you guys know the theory of like why Ditto exists? That he's just a failed clone of Mew? Yeah, because Aww. they they share the exact same like special attack and defense rating. They share the same color palette and the same like cr- like Pokemon cry. <laughs> yeah, uh, like there's like weird similarities. And Ditto's are only found around the locations to where Mew was found in the promotional like you know yeah. settings to where you could actually obtain him. One of the best memes I ever saw was a little picture of Ditto like sitting at night on a couch with like a thousand mugs that all just said number one dad. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> nice. Okay, we're all Pokemon masters. Yay. We did it. Good job, guys. All right, question number three. All That was a group ensemble show that was inspired by what current show that has been on the air for more than 40 years? Saturday Night Live. Basically, the pitch was to create Saturday Night Live for kids. Nice. Uh, yeah, all that was pretty cool. Yep. Really? I, oh, that's cool. Yep. I actually saw Kel Mitchell live. He came to the college town we were at. It was really yeah, he good. Was great. <laughs> yeah, stand up, just storytelling. It's funny because he does just enough of his, like, all of his 90s shtick that it's like, you know, he. Like, he's not one of those guys who 20 years later is like, I refuse to do any of that. Like, he totally embraces it and is like, they're going to love this. Yeah, he, he totally did all the bits, but then also, like, moved on and, and just, like, had a lot of cool new stuff. That's too. really cool. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> In the bathtub. The bathtub yeah. <laughs> With the rubber ducky. Yeah, it was so good. All right. Question number four. Who were the two Republican presidential candidates that ran against Bill Clinton in 1992 and in 1996? Oh. Oh. I told you it wasn't all just media. Um, um, I know this. I know this, and I'm not going to come up with it, and that's the hardest part. Right. Didn't, can I, can I take a one guess? Sure. At just one of them for half credit? Sure. Um, was one of them um, George Bush Sr.? One of them was George H.W. Nice. Good old Herbert Walker. And that was in 1992. George H.W. was the incumbent. Bob Dole. Oh there my God, is. Bob Dole. Yeah, I, do, I knew about that. Bob Dole. Bob oh Dole said. Nice. Yes. Uh, maybe. Like I said, it's it's nineties, but it's not all just media and music and Wow. Still alive? Still alive. Wow. <laughs> still alive and probably still running for president. Probably. <laughs> all right. Question number five. What was the lead character Tommy's last name in the Rugrats? Stu. Stu. Pickles. Pickles. Tommy Pickles. <laughs> My wife and I have talked about changing our last name to Pickles. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Stu, Stu Pickles. Pickles. <laughs> and then she said, I also need to quit my job and become a toy inventor. Right. I would love to do that. Nice. Question number six. Tamagotchi is a one-word combination of the Japanese words for egg, tamago, and watch, uochi. 
Similar to Staycation and Texarkana, what is the name of this literary device? Oh, you did not do that. You did not. Portmanteau. Which is the combination of two words together. Yep. Yep, so Tamagotchis, the old egg watches. Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon is pocket monsters. <laughs> Indeed. I'm just going to bring that back to Pokemon again, where I actually know stuff. <laughs> where it belongs. All right, question number seven. In 1997, who became the first woman to be appointed as the Secretary of State in the United States? Oh, pick me. <laughs> Rachel. Okay, what was the year, just to make sure? Uh, 1997. For Secretary of State? Yes. Madeleine Albright was Secretary of State, but that was earlier. Uh. Yeah. You got, you got the question right. <laughs> but it was early. I think it was during Reagan. Maybe I was wrong. Uh, I'm double checking. That's right. Uh, having first female U.S. Secretary of State in U.S. history, having served oh. from 97 to 2001 under Bill You're Clinton. Right. You're right. My apologies. No, you're right. You get two points. Aw, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, in what? I don't remember that. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, well, we were just talking about Will Ferrell SNL bit. I was going to say, yeah, this, this, is, awful this is all lot coming of back around. This is full circle today. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is it? Does Tina Fey do it now? Or no, it's uh, Kate McKinnon. Yeah, yeah. And military commander Gus Chickens. <laughs> Gus Chickens. <laughs> Gus Chickens. All right. Question number eight. Last question of the round. What movie was Robin Williams' first animated film released in 1992? Oh. You didn't let me finish the question. Ooh. Oh, you're going to lose points. <laughs> Released in 1992, in seven months before his iconic role in the movie Aladdin. Oh. Was it? Uh -huh. um, um, I don't remember the movie. I do remember the. Pre I do remember the premise. Did you say that this is or is not a Disney movie? Uh, or did you not say? No, I didn't mention Disney. Just it okay. was Robin Williams' first animated film. Is it? Um. 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 Uh, I, 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 I've got it on the tip of my tongue and I can't get it. Is mm -hmm. it the, um, um, um. We need a real answer. <laughs> Full animation, right? <laughs> what about, um, uh, yes. the, the something okay. hollow movie, um. Sleepy hollow? Not sleepy hollow. It's like they're trying to save the forest from destruction. Oh my god, I know exactly what this is, but I can't. Uh, right. You know what, Rachel? Um, this answer you actually had gotten right for us once in a previous trivia. Yeah. Of I, course I did. <laughs> Alright, Stu? It's Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest. It's Fern Gully. There it is. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> I gave you the premise of the movie. You, do, you totally did. That is, that is the Can plot. we split the points here? No, you're good, Stu. Much like the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm splitting it with you. Okay. <laughs> All right. That is the end of the second round.
going into round three, this will be six questions. Everyone buzz in when you get one. Um, and we are going to do uh, famous obituaries. Oh my gosh. So I'm going to read snippets of quotes from somebody who has passed away in the last uh, 20 years or so. Uh, all iconic, not just, you know, the lady from Minnesota or whatever. Uh, I'm going to read three, up to three quotes, and we'll say for, it'll be three points, and each point, uh, each clue given will subtract an additional point. So, question number one. Uh, first clue is, he stood out because he had more determination than most boys. Uh, and then later recalls in the quote, he was easily the hardest worker of any kid I ever taught. Question number two, or clue number two. He taunted them and delighted crowds with his showboating, shuffling feet, and lightning reflexes. Shuffling feet. That makes me think he's like a football player. He's a boxer. Oh, is that Muhammad Ali? Is Muhammad Ali. Couldn't think of the name. (laughs) Two points there. That's the only one I could think of that's dead. So, yeah, that's a good point. And the final clue would have been Parkinson's Parkinson's disease was eventually diagnosed and a condition only too obvious when, with courage and dignity, he lit the 1996 Olympic cauldron in Atlanta. It was Muhammad Ali. Ah. All right. This is going to be a downer one. (laughs) It's going to be hard. All right. Question number two. Uh, Clue number one. Born in 1951 in Chicago, Illinois, uh, this person developed a quick wit as a means to overcome shyness. Clue number two. After 20 years of sobriety, he went to rehab in the 2000s and sought treatment for alcoholism, joking, I went to rehab in wine country just to keep my options open. It sounds like a Robin Williams thing. It was Robin Williams. What? Oh man. Okay, well. I thought of Robin Williams immediately after you said after you said the shyness because I remember reading something about that. But yeah. And then the third clue was and won legions of fans with his frenetic energy, quick fire improv- improvisation, and his ability to mimic other famous people. Ah. And playing yes. the genie and being wonderful um, in every role that I can possibly think him being in. Absolutely. All right. Uh, question number three. It was while studying law in the mid-1940s that he became a political activist, honing his skills as a passionate public speaker. Clue number two. Responded by insisting that, quote, Revolutionary justice is not based on legal precepts, but on moral conviction. End Stew. quote. Still. Martin Luther King? Uh, not, Martin Lu- Mar- not Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, these should all be within the last uh, 15 years? Oh. Maybe even less than that? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, that's good. Um, hmm. Question number three. Or clue number three. A divisive figure... His supporters praised him as a champion of socialism, a oh, soldier oh. politician who had given Cuba back to the people. Oh, okay, pick me, Rachel. 
Goddamn. It's um, Chavez, I think. Uh, not it? Chavez. Oh, crap. Mark. Yeah, there Fidel it Castro. Is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, question number four. Clue number one. Although the acting is corny and the plot contrived, critics raved over the incendiary concert footage and the film spawned some of his most memorable moments. Clue number there could be so many films. <laughs> Clue number two. Famously flamboyant, he would stun dedicated audience with uh, dedicated audience the world over with impromptu concerts, unlikely solo covers, and extravagant outfits. Uh, pick me. Rachel. I've got two people in mind. It could be either. I would pick one. <laughs> oh, actually, I've got three now. Thank you. <laughs> is it David Bowie? Uh, it is not David Bowie. Okay. I'll let everyone else have a chance before I keep going. Mark. It is not Liberace. Yeah, I think he was earlier. Yeah. All right, clue number three. Prolific until his final days, he was working on yet another new album and played shows in the U.S. Oh. just the past week before he died. Pick me. I will, hold up. All right, go ahead. Uh, Michael Jackson. Not Michael Jackson. He did play shows the week before he died. The 57-year-old was said to have a cache of unreleased music in his sprawling oh, yeah. Paisley Park mansion oh, um, that Prince. would fill a hundred records. Prince? It, it was Prince. Oh. Okay, I had three people in mind. It was going to be Michael Jackson, David Bowie, <laughs> or Prince. They all fit the bill. All right, I'll give you one point. Okay. After, after a... Th right. Yeah. Until Paisley Park, which was definitely the, the dead giveaway. But, all right, question number five. Clue number one. Parents of the group's young fans were mystified, and many early critics didn't get it either. Clue number two. Uh, the prognosis initially seemed positive. Uh, the band telling fans they expected no impact on his vocal cords, uh, but afterwards the group never performed again. Oh. Oh. Clue number three. New York City was present in many of their songs, save perhaps the Western-themed Paul Revere single from License to Ill. I don't know the Any name guesses. specifically. All I, right. I vaguely remember this, but yeah, no. I'll give a half point if you know the band, or at least the group being referred to. Easily the most iconic album or single. Yeah. It's it's like it's it's there it's in my mind. It's Beastie Boys. It's Beastie. Yeah, the group is Beastie but Boys. I, yeah, I just don't know the name. Yeah, the person. I thought. Yeah, it took me a second because I was like, "Is that?" I swear to God, it's Beastie Boys. But then I was like, for some reason, I thought it was Blink One Eighty Two for a moment. And yeah. I was like, no, 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 it's Beastie Boys. I'll give a half point to Stu. Yeah, the, the name would be difficult, but it was, uh, he went by MCA, but it was Adam Yach of the Beastie Boys who passed okay. away five, ten years ago. Man. Uh, had, uh, I don't know, a form of cancer in his, yeah, somewhere in his throat, yeah. Oh, shame. Yeah. Poor guy. 
Like I said, this is a bummer round. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. You, you, hang on a second. You, <laughs> need to bulk, you need to bulk buy coffins? I, I think oh, if you okay. need to bulk buy, you have different problems. Right, you have than different problems, to- right. <laughs> I was going to say, it's Halloween. You're, you got everything figured out. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> if I went to an Airbnb and somebody said they had a coffee room, I wouldn't complain. Not too much, at least. <laughs> All right. Question number six, uh, last one of the round. Uh, clue number one. There's a part of me that gets surprised. Uh, this is a quote. There's a part of me that gets surprised when people think I am brave enough to talk about what I've gone through, she once said. Uh, quote, I was brave enough to last through it. End quote. Can I try? Uh, yeah, Rachel. Is it Whitney Houston? It's not Whitney Houston. Uh, clue two. It was, sorry, clue two. It was a part that catapulted her into the limelight as one of the most famous faces on the planet. Can I try again? Anyone else? I got nothing so far. All right, go ahead. Is Amy Winehouse? It's not Amy Winehouse. Okay, I'm out of people clue, to guess, so. Yeah, I can't think of who's died. Clue number three. Uh, made her big screen debut in the film Shampoo in 1975 alongside Goldie Hawn, Warren Beatty, and Julia Christie. But it would be another two years before she got her big break. I think we're yeah. down to a half point, but you think of any iconically famous woman who got her big break in 1977 with a breakthrough movie. Ever heard of a little film called Oh my Star god, Wars? yeah. It just kicked in. Fuck. What's it Carrie, called? It's Carrie Fisher. Oh. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. That, like, that occurred to me like as soon as you're like 1977. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> All right, round number four. This will be lightning round. Oh, gosh. Let's do this. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> I'm shooting lightning through a laser gun. Yeah, I, I, was, doing, I was doing finger guns. Lightning's coming out of them. You're way ahead of the times. Get into the future, Mark. Gotta do it. You're here in 3018. (laughs) All right. So lightning round, I will read out the question. Uh, Every one of these questions, you should definitely be able to get in 60 seconds, but I will give you about 10. Uh, Write down an answer. Uh, We will then break uh, and we'll each or you guys will each read out the answers and whoever's closest will get two points. Okay. All right. How many dots, or question number one, how many dots are there on a pair of standard dice? Oh, Oh, wait, you have to run down. Okay. Stu? 24. (laughs) Rachel? 20? Uh, On a pair of standard die, there's 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. 
Uh, one of those would equal 21, so two would equal 42. Oh, I got one. I was oh. thinking one dice. Oh, I, yeah. Pair. Did I? I said pair. Did you? Did, I'm sure you did. You probably right. did, and we just focused on the, the uh, single. Right. A pair of standard die. All right. Crap. <laughs> well. Uh, all right. Well, I don't know who's. Who am I to cast blame? Honestly, I'll get. <laughs> All right. Uh, question number two. How many different monopolies are possible in a standard Monopoly board game? Four, three, two, one. Two? 18. Rachel? Eight. Uh, there are exactly eight. What? Monopolies. What? Yeah. No. I was thinking there was like two per side. Oh yeah, there's two per side. Yeah, pretty much. So there's so blue. You don't count like the railroad. I guess it's not. No, a monopoly it's not a monopoly. It's a standard. <sighs> yeah. Not that that so, would bring it anywhere close to eighteen. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, just by colors, there's. Uh, yeah. Was it purple, light blue, pink, orange, yellow, red, green, blue? Dark yeah. blue. The dark, dark blue, blue is my is my yeah. uh, my jam. <laughs> Go for the big money. Yeah. <laughs> you like the cheap properties? I like the <laughs> yellows and the reds. Nice. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, somewhere in the middle. Greens are nice. Alright. Green for money. <laughs> Green for money. <laughs> or just play. <laughs> oh. Yes, I... we gotta find out. I need to know. We should probably let's wait, wait till the, till end, the end, end of the show for the big build up. <laughs> Think about money. All right. Or just play a real game and don't play Monopoly because there's so many better board games. Yeah, play a real game like the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number th- Mr. Moneybags <laughs> over here. What would a like twenty eighteen monopoly would be like the crypto board space? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my! <laughs> There's totally got to be a, a crypto monopoly, and if there isn't yet, we need to create it like we right now. To, we need to make one. <laughs> yeah, and it had the digital the digital readout for. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh. Yeah, and it was like. Every uh, every price, like everything, was just had like six zeros tacked onto the end of it compared to the classic. Oh my god! God. Inflation. Yeah. All right. Question number three: How many total sports teams are there in the four major American sports leagues: the NFL, NHL, NBA, and MLB? How many total? Yes. How many total across all four? Four, three, two. One. Stu. It's total across it's all four of those leagues across all fifty states. Wouldn't it? Yeah, there's four national leagues. Right. So it'd be like I mean alright, whatever. Uh, 180. Okay. Rachel? 120. I'll cut the difference. Alright. It is 123. What? Wow. What? Nice work, Rachel. I Very thought good. 130, but some something in me said way too high, and I was like 90, and I was like, whoa, 
Wait, four leagues. <laughs> four leagues. Yeah. I know at least Mark and Stu aren't particularly sports ball fans, but there yeah. are 32 NFL teams, 31 NHL teams now with the Vegas Golden Knights, and then there are 30 teams in the NBA and the MLB. That's it? Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, I don't know any Hawaiian or Alaskan teams, but like right. I figured because like Illinois has like the Sox and the Cubs, and so I was like, well, some states have two, so like on average, yeah. right, it's got to be around that area. <laughs> yeah. I, I know nothing about sports. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> hey, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> it's all the sport you need. <laughs> some people collect Pokemon cards. Some people collect baseball cards. <laughs> yeah, they're gyms. <laughs> some of us will watch sports if the other person puts it on. Right. Right. All right. Question number four. How many U.S. states have less than three syllables in the name? I'll give you ten seconds. How many U.S. states have less than three syllables in the name? Five, four, three, two, one. Stu? Six. Rachel? Six. All right. It is seven. So I will give each of you a point. Uh, They would be Maine, Georgia, Kansas, New York, Texas, Utah, and Vermont. Hmm. Question number five. What is the best score you can bowl if you never get a strike? If you never get a strike. Okay. Three, two, one. Uh, Stu? 100 and uh, 200. Uh, Rachel? I said 200. I also don't know how high bowling scores go when you get strikes. <laughs> it, it can go up to 300 <laughs> if you do a perfect game. Yeah. Okay. So the best score you can get if you never get a strike is 190. Crap! That's what I, like. I, I was like, oh, it's got to be like 199. And I was yeah. like, no. And then, so, uh, <laughs> so it, pictures it, of it's a, yeah. So it's it's a little hard to vocalize in words, but basically, a if you hit a strike, you get the points of the strike plus the next two frames. So let's say strike two or frame two, frame three, you also bowl strikes. That means that frame one is worth 30 points, right? So 10 pins three times. If you get a spare, which is it takes two, two, uh, two throws to get a spare, you would get 10 points for that plus the next frame, the next single frame. So in theory, you would throw a spare and then you would hit nine pins. That would be worth 19 then still on your second frame, you would get the last pin that would reset the spare. Then you would get nine pins again. So you would always get 19 per frame versus 30 on strikes. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't know what the pros do, but, you know. I'm pretty sure they use bumpers. I will tell you, in all of my life, I have certainly never come close to 190. <laughs> So my dad, my dad was actually super into bowling, and I think his highest was like two sixty or something. But I could, he got wow. really into it in high school. Like he he tried for a perfect game a couple of times, and I think that was his highest he got. Nice. Oh my gosh! So yeah. Rachel and Stu both put two hundred. 
Yes, yes. is that right? Okay. I'll give a point to Rachel and a point to Stu. All right. Question number six. Final question of the game. How many countries in the European Union use the euro as their official currency? Hmm. Four, three, two, one. Stu? Twelve. Quit taking my answers, Mark. <laughs> Rachel? Twenty. The answer is 19. Woo! Nice. I'm going to give two points to Rachel for being closest. And International studies degree going to use. Nice. <laughs> uh, I did not record which countries actually use the, the euro, but it is 19. So that is the end of the game. I will calculate scores. Stu, why don't you tell us all if you want a billion dollars or not? All right, you got to give me a second because... I looked it up, and the email that was sent to me about my winnings the other day uh, was actually sent to me at 2.35 p.m., so I think that there's a long delay, uh, so I, 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 need, I need to just manually look up if I've won a bajillion dollars. <laughs> the old-fashioned way. The old-fashioned way. Oh, we, oh, we. Oui, oui, I'm sorry. <laughs> As soon as the money, as soon as you start seeing the money, the right, right, the backstabbing comes out. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the end of the game. Thank you for playing. Uh, we have a website you can go visit, and that's thingsigotwrong.com. And if you have any ideas for questions or cool things you want to share, you can email them or send them in at thingsigotwrong at gmail.com. Nice. And Stu, besides being Mr. Moneybags on Twitter and all across the world now. <laughs> I will actually disappear from the internet. I'm going to erase all of my uh, internet footprint here uh, now that I've earned a billion dollars. <laughs> but if you'd like to get a hold of me, uh, you can visit my Facebook page, uh, Stupendous Terrariums, or uh, my website, uh, stupendousterrariums.shop. And until next week, we will talk to you later. Bye, everybody. Ciao.